Hello and welcome back to Why We Write Fantasy. My name is Oscar Zasenia. And I'm KJ Aiello. And today we're going to be talking about writing groups. Mostly our experience. Our experience, yeah. yes. But also like some suggestions and some tips. And uh, we encourage everybody to comment, ask questions. Because this is something yes. that a lot of... Even, even though I don't have that many people in my circle that write they, the ones that heard, they ask me about my writing group and all that so yeah I'm yeah sure writing groups is yeah one of the biggest questions i get asked all the time first of all like how do you find a writing group and i'm like i don't know yeah exactly <laughs> so, obviously i've tapped out of this episode already <laughs> <laughs> anyways let's continue <laughs> well, let's, let's begin with the the usual uh what yeah. are you reading Yes, I'm going to be totally subversive and I'm going to say, what am I playing right now, Oscar? So a couple of weeks ago, I bought myself a Nintendo Switch Lite. I absolutely love it. And I just fin finished playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. It was based on Oscar's recommendation. I have never played a Zelda game before in my life. I was a, Se <laughs> I was a Sega family, okay? And it was just phenomenal. I spent so many blissful hours not thinking about anything, but in the back of my mind, all this creativity was brewing. So this is one of the things, and we will be talking about this later in the season, is finding creativity in the most unorthodox of places. And for me, one of them is playing open world RPG video games with glorious graphics. I loved it. That's what I'm playing. So I also bought Tears of the Kingdom last night too, because why not? Oh. When you commit, you commit, right? Exactly. Exactly. What yeah. about you, Oscar? Tell me. Just before before I go into my what I'm reading, uh, as, as KJ said, we're going to do like, because yes. I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. I play Breath mm -hmm. of the Wind came out because I'm actually a Zelda fan. Uh, but I play, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom right now and KJ is going to start playing it. So yes. we're going to be like playing video game buddies or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in, the, in the near future, we're going to talk about it and all those things. So I'm pretty excited yes. about that. Yes. Me too, definitely. Yeah. So what about you? Tell me, what are you reading, Oscar? So I haven't started this one, but I got it from the from the library. Is uh, How High We Go in the Dark by Sequoia Nagamatsu. Okay. Um, it, I was actually, I got this recommendation from not other place than uh, Goodreads. Like this is Ooh. not something that someone, usually I get recommendations from people like friends, but this yeah. one, like I finished Station Eleven and, uh, and I finished uh, Sea of Tranquility. Uh, yeah. Both by Emily uh, St. 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 John, John Mandel. Emily thank St. you. John Mandel, yeah. um, so, and I love them. I rate them pretty good. So Goodreads said like, hey, if you like the Station Eleven, you okay. might like this one. So okay. I read a little bit about what it was about. And it's about an archaeologist who uh, is trying to continue the work of mm -hmm. his daughter who had just died. And she died apparently uh, because of an ancient virus. And, and then it when he starts doing that in the Arctic Circle, something happens and it just spreads through the world. It's called the Arctic Plague, which I think is pretty cool. That sounds um, cool. Yeah. And Scary, I think but cool. The, the, yeah. And I think the uh, the whole story is mostly about how the world changes after that, like what happens and right. all that. So it looks like it's pretty dystopian. So mm -hmm. I'm already biased. Like I haven't read a single line, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to rate it at least five stars. 
least, at least, at a bare minimum. <laughs> at least, no, maybe, maybe four, four, four or five. Okay. It's just like right. I, I love dystopia, so this seems, seems to be Perfect. like right up my alley. So, we'll, so we'll... and you got recommendation on Goodreads. I see you got a library copy. Is that Toronto Public Library? It's or... a Toronto Public Library. Nice, copy. Yeah. nice. Support your local libraries, folks. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's okay. dive in. So let's dive into the writing groups. And I think this is a, so this is a really cool topic for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess for UKG as well. And I think it's a very interesting thing what we, how kind of our experiences are very different with writing yeah. groups. So uh, first of all, we're going to talk uh, briefly about our experiences. Uh, after that, we, we're going to try to kind of like give some ideas of people like the benefits of why if you're an aspiring writer, or even if you're already a published writer, mm-hmm. why is it be good to have a writing group, a good writing group? And also mm-hmm. some ideas like bouncing some brainstorming yeah. on how to get a writing group because yes. it's not something that is uh, maybe that straightforward. It's not, definitely it, not that straightforward at no. all. Even if you find writer people who you think may be good, writing group for you they may not necessarily be your writing group people so but we're going to get into that exactly uh okay so before we get into your personal experiences uh, if you're liking what we're doing here uh, please make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on youtube or subscribe to the podcast if you prefer the audio version Uh, we'll love to hear your comments anything that uh that we can help with we'll we'll, we'll be happy to do it yeah we'd love to hear your experience as well yeah exactly okay uh, talking about experiences, KG, why don't you begin with like you've been writing uh, professionally um, for for a while, like, for way a while, way yes. longer than I than I have. So, right. uh, why don't you begin with like your professional experience with the your writing groups? Yeah, I actually so my three closest friends are all writers. One of them being you. You and I, Oscar, do not write together, so you are not a writing group buddy. My two other friends are both writers as well. One is an indie published author and the other one will be traditionally published at some point. Um, and yet still we we kind of co-write, like write in parallel sometimes when we just kind of need that accountability, like get my butt in the chair for 20 minutes, pound out some words. And sometimes we bounce ideas off each other, meaning that like I, I don't generally though. Um, I don't necessarily have, you know, a regular cadence writing group like you do, Oscar. I've just never... I never found it beneficial for me, to be Mm. honest. I do feel like I'm at a point right now in the project I'm working on where I do need that. So this is where I'm like, I'm kind of kind of struggling at this precipice because the folks who I do have are not really writing group friends, but I also don't have folks who I know, who I, you know, trust their experience, trust their input to be able to help lead me in the right direction. So, Hmm. and and it's kind of weird because yes, I will be a traditionally published author next year. And I do have a lot of, you know, I've got a lot of essays published and yada, 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 but I'm very much like a solitary writer. This is what I do. Um, The book that I have coming out, The Monster in the Mirror, two people have read it, one being me and the other, my editor. Nobody else has read it. Oscar, I know you've read some bits, but those bits have changed so much. That I, can I can imagine. On- yeah. Yeah. I can honestly say that no one has read it and no one's going to read it until we get some author blurbs, we get some early reviews, that sort of thing. So yeah, writing writers groups are weird for me. I think it's also, that's a me thing. Um, yeah. I tend to hold my cards a little closer to my chest just simply because I always... I'm always on 
you know, hovering at the edge of the overwhelms cliff. Hmm. And if anybody starts to come at me with some idea, well, well, have you tried this? Well, have you tried that? Very well-meaning. I might just get overwhelmed and then drop the whole thing. Hmm. I know myself. Okay. So it's a little difficult. But again, like I said, I do think, I think I might need, I might need a little help with <laughs> this current novel I'm working on because I am just pounding my head against a brick wall and nothing is coming out. Nothing. I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck and I'm ready to throw myself off that cliff. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have I think, shot myself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I think you have an, an advantage that not a lot of uh, writers have, especially when they're aspiring writers like myself. Yeah. You have access to an editor. Like you already have. So you can actually get yes. professional advice, not for free, but because it's part of the, the contract, but it's part of the agreement, mm -hmm. I would say. Sort of. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack you on that. My editor is actually, her name is Jen Sukfeng Lee. She's an editor with ECW Press. That is my publishing, uh, my publisher. So the only thing that she's doing is editing The Monster in the Mirror. Anything else that I have, I'm on my own for. I cannot go mm. to Jen for that stuff. Unless I actually True. wanted to hire that makes a sense. freelance yeah. editor. Um, which I actually don't think she does freelance. But hi, Jen, if you want to be a freelance editor as well, I have like five manuscripts for your that need your help so just in case you're listening i'm gonna because send you it, an email. it's easy it's easier to hope that she's listening instead of calling her <laughs> yeah, instead of sending her an email <laughs> i'm too scared um but i mean like but that's not necessarily an editor isn't necessarily a replacement for a writing group yeah. because you have to get to the point where your manuscript is put together polished enough that you can hire a developmental editor to be able to help you with that and mm. editing is another episode in itself because it can be quite complex yeah let's be real <laughs> writing writing is hard that's one thing but being a writer being in this industry is so brutally hard so having that Support network of people you can who do fully understand what it is you're going through is so important because it can feel very isolating, mm -hmm. you know. So well, writing is very personal in by itself. It's so personal. yeah, so I, I get yes. that. And I think just to jump into what you were saying right now, and I think it's it's a perfect way to phrase it. Having a writing group doesn't mean that you have a only. It's not like one type of writing group like it's, yes. it's someone you need to meet in person every week and write together that's not that's one type yeah like what you have right now like you said you have two people who you write like kill hold accountable on a few things yeah. that counts as a writing group it's just a different true. writing group that true. works for you true right true. so it's, it's just yeah. for the for people who are listening they it's, it's important to learn those things it's and what works for exactly you. Yeah. exactly yeah. what yeah. works for you yeah yeah yeah, this is also another area where, and we're going to have an episode on this exclusively, is about writing coaches. I hired a writing coach for The Monster in the Mirror. I received grant funding from the Ontario Arts Council and the Canadian Council for the Arts. And part of that went towards hiring a professional who could help me get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. And that was, for me, more beneficial um, than a writing group you know, sitting down a regular cadence, you know, uh, critiquing each other's work, because it was entirely about me. And yes, yeah. that sounds very narcissistic. But hear me out on this. I did not have to 
expend any brain energy on anyone else's work because I was so heavily into writing this book. I had so many mental balls juggling in the air at that point that I needed someone to A, unload all these ideas to, but to help me actually take all the bits and pieces and put them together into some semblance of a book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What she did, just like I would not actually have this book if it wasn't for her. So Part of your writing community can also include writing coaches, yeah. but we'll talk about that later in the season. Yeah, this uh, this is different. Right now, it's we're focusing on thing. writing yeah. groups, and uh, and I think a writing group might be easier for most people to get. Yes. Uh, a coach costs yeah. money, and yeah, uh, you do, if you don't have a grant, as you did, like it's yeah. it has to come out of pocket. So yeah, um, unless you are actually in a pretty stable financial situation where you can yeah. have some budget allocated for your writing and everything, yeah. a writing group might be cheaper Definitely. and uh, like, yeah. a, like, a, <laughs> like an easier alternative for most people. Yeah. So why don't you tell me about your writing group? Cause I'm really envious about what you have, Oscar. Tell me. Uh, yeah, I can tell you. So my writing group, we've been doing, we've been meeting every couple of weeks for three and a half years. That's bananas. So this is, yeah, it's totally, uh, it's totally crazy. I think about the um, kind of like how we, how we started. So before that, uh, I tried a couple of writing groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a couple of uh, courses about mm-hmm. creative writing and all that. And we, and I met with this uh, writing groups and um, something either one with one of them, something really didn't click mm-hmm. uh, for me. Um, and for the other one that I actually really liked, uh, people start dropping until it was just two of us. And it's like, okay, I guess this is yeah. no longer a writing group. Yeah. Uh, but with this one, um, we took this workshop together. And, uh, and even from, from session one, we, I think we clicked pretty well, like the six mm-hmm. of us. Uh, we clicked pretty well, even though each one of us is writing something different. Like, for example, writing sci-fi. Uh, another yeah. one's writing fantasy. Another one's writing romance. Uh, like, there's so so many things uh, and different styles of writing. Um, there's one that I think every time I give her feedback, I tell her that, well, first of all, your writing is beautiful. And then I give feedback. <laughs> her prose is amazing. Um, but again, this is uh, something we've been doing for three and a half years. It's not it's not a small feat. It's uh, yeah. It's something that takes time, takes commitment. Um, and it's good that we we actually see the value because we keep coming. Um, sometimes, you know, like sometimes there's one that cannot make it, but it's one time. It's not that this person cannot make it forever. And we, we, right. our, our team, our team, not team, like our group starts getting smaller. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, honestly something that I, I'm really, I feel really lucky that we ended up in that writing session together uh, and we clicked so, so well. Session, as in, how did you guys meet? So, sorry, what's the session? It was a workshop. So we all signed um, for the same workshop and I didn't know anybody. I don't think anyone knew anyone uh, mm-hmm. in there. Um, and then we just started talking. There was an, an, an extra person there on the, on the first session, but I don't think she clicked with us. So mm-hmm. she dropped almost immediately. Right. Um, and it was funny because when we were sharing our things, even our uh, facilitator was saying, I mean, if you don't feel confident to share what you just wrote, 
uh, don't feel don't feel uh, compelled okay, to do yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, I don't think there was one session that someone said like I don't want to share. Like we all wanted to share because you felt comfortable with each other. We felt totally comfortable. It was like, yeah, you know what? Like uh, whatever I write is whoever like they're gonna listen to it and they're gonna give me good feedback the good critique right. and all that so um and i think we continued with this yeah um i mean as like the more we know each other i think the more honest and sometimes maybe blunt the feedback has become okay. but something i really really appreciate right. um for example they know they know my characters so well that it's happened to me twice that i, I write something and one of them is like you know what i don't buy it yeah. Your character wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah, unless yeah. you change the actual personality of your character, this is not this is not what she would do. It's like, okay, you might be right. Yeah. And and that type of feedback for me has been really valuable. I honestly I don't think I would be I don't know if I would be writing if it hasn't been for them. Like That's this amazing. knowing that every couple of weeks I need to bring something new, it just yeah. gives me the I'm committed to do it. So yeah. yeah. It's like And this is the value of writing groups is that like not only do they help you, you know, power through whatever iteration of powering through um a project that you need, but they also help to keep you in line with your voice, with and, and they know your characters. They get to, or you know, whatever it is that you're writing, they get to know that subject matter because it matters to you. Yeah. So Oscar, with your group, like I'm assuming because you meet every week, is there some sort of like accountability to produce more work? Do you, do you make a promise the week before, hey, I'm going to come with 2,500 words? Or like, how does that work? Does it help you get <laughs> words on paper? This is like, this is what everyone wants to know. Does yeah. it help you get words down? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. So usually we come prepared with something to yeah. read. Okay. Um, I mean, sometimes life happens and... It's like, you know what, I have a, like, I just had like the last two weeks for me was like the end of the fiscal. So it was yeah. extremely busy at work. I barely was able to write, I don't know, maybe a thousand words stop in the whole week, which is yeah. nothing. Um, and, uh, but the thing is that because I know that I need to come uh, next week with something to read, I actually forced myself. Even when I was nice. tired after work, it's like, you know what? Instead of going yeah. and sitting on the couch and grab a video game, I'm just going to go and write because I'm committed to to my writing group as the right. the same way that they are committed to me. So um, yeah, it's more it's a, it's more like a it's not that nothing is going to happen if I come with mm -hmm. zero things to read, but for me it's also like I'm wasting time, not only my time but their time. Yeah. Like we're making we're making two, three hours a week to get together, read our stuff, discuss it. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually I'm not only wasting time, I'm losing an opportunity to have them read yeah. read what I wrote or what's in my mind. Yeah. Uh, sometimes what happens when we don't have something to read is like, hey, I haven't been able to read, but I have these ideas. What do you think? And then we just bounce right. some ideas there. I love that. And that's another thing too that a writer's group and writer's friends can really help you with is when you're trying to formulate an idea, it's, you know, it's all up here, it's all in your head, but you need to be able to get it out and yeah. just be able to hear the words echoed back at you so you can start to put them together into some semblance of a concept, mm -hmm. right? This bouncing ideas around is, I think that's the, the biggest thing that my friends and I do. It's like, you know, well, we have a group chat basically. It's like, hey, 
can we do some, you know, whatever project it is we're working on brainstorming? Yep. Shoot. Here we go. Or can you help me through this problem, this plot problem, this character problem? Yep. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Here you go. Um, But I think it definitely has helped. And like, you know, you said before, these are friends who've, we've been friends for years and years now. So they know whether we've, you know, just by proximity and talking to each other every day, they know everything about you know, my books, my novels, my characters, my themes, and my voice, most yeah. particularly is my voice. And I'm wondering too, though, Oscar, because I know you're getting quite close to the end. I think it's your second or third draft okay. of your, your second draft, but you're starting to think beta readers. And this is another thing that could possibly come out of writer, writer's group or writer's yep. friends. So is this something that you might end up doing? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's kind of like a, an, I'd say like unspoken agreement that we all have. Like <laughs> when, a, when the better reader time comes, yeah, I know I can count on, on them and they know, hopefully they know they can count on me. On me. So yeah. it's something that we, we, I mean, I think it's pretty cool because we've seen the evolution of our stories together. Yeah, uh, They actually know, like there's a couple of characters that in my story that, have been have changed a lot or maybe just popped out of my imagination with them. So yeah. even though I'm writing the story, I know that I wouldn't be able to be where I am without them. A hundred percent. Yeah. And not on, and I'm not saying without our writing group. I wouldn't say without I'm saying without my writing group. Because yeah. I said I had two others before and didn't work. And but this one, if it hadn't been for them, my story would maybe different, maybe would be completely for, uh, forgotten and I would be doing something else. Right. But it's kind of like, it's a really good way to know that someone is pushing you to do what you want to do. Yeah. I'm wondering if we can ident- give like a few identifiers of what, uh, how you know a writing group isn't working for you. Because I think a lot of, particularly newer writers, they'll be doubting themselves and saying, well, maybe it's just me. Because let's be real, we often think that we're the ones doing something wrong when it comes to writing. Um, So what have been some sort of key indicators for you, knowing that, you know, that particular group of writers or that individual may not be your cup of tea for writer group? Mm, I think the first thing for me is... And, and I do the same thing at work. Mm-hmm. Like for me, is it's all about trust and, uh, and, and knowing the people you're working with, either mm-hmm. your job, writing group, even your closest friends, you need to trust them. So yeah. I need to trust them and I need to trust that their advice and, and the way they're delivering their advice is something that works for me. In your uh, best interest. In my best interest, yeah. And uh, and I think it's important to understand that doesn't have to be the same uh, type of writing. It doesn't even have to be yep. the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, genre. Yeah. Genre, yeah. Your genres are all different. Exactly. Like, yeah. It doesn't need to be the, the same type of prose that you use. Nothing. It's just as long as you trust the people who are giving you advice and you mm. can rely on them to to give you advice when they think it's needed. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's important. Yeah. Uh, and also the way that you get advice is also important because each one of us likes to receive feedback in a different way. Yes. Um, yeah. I like blunt and straight to the point. Like yeah. if I'm doing something wrong, tell me because yeah. I don't want to waste time 
working on something that is not working for me. Like, yeah. if you think that what I just wrote is crap, I want to hear mm-hmm. that. Well, we're so, not going to say it's crap, Oscar. That's the thing. Like, I, I, that's that's kind of one of the things that didn't work with my first writing group. Um, everybody was really, um, but use the polite. word crap. <laughs> no, no, not crap. But what I'm saying is, like, everybody, for example, in this it's writing group, they didn't polite. work. Like, everyone's extremely polite. So yeah. I came up with something, and honestly, this was maybe five years ago. So it was my first writing group. I was just taking my first, no, maybe, maybe four, four, four years ago. I had just taken my first creative writing class in English. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was and very polite. Everybody was extremely polite. Like there was no criticism. And I'm pretty, I mean, I read what I wrote four years ago. I've improved a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't good. And so every time <laughs> we met, there was a session, and, and I felt I came out with the feeling that either I'm writing the next bestseller yeah. <laughs> in the market. Yeah. Or they don't really care about my writing, so they can they don't give me feedback. And I, I now I know that it's not they didn't care. It's just that they didn't want to be aggressive or anything, and that didn't work yeah. for me. Yeah, I can see that. So let's um like make a clear delineation between criticism and critique, though, because I've been in workshops where it's just plain old criticism. And saying, I don't like this, fix this, this is what I would do. And that is not feedback that is helpful in any way, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, But critique can be both, I really like this because of X, Y, Z. So let's see how we can make this happen again. Yeah. Also, this does not align with, you know, like when, when your writer's group, you wrote something about your main character and they said, this is not who she is. Like, what exactly. What do you to do here? Yeah. So that kind of thing. And that's feedback. A lot of writers, particularly newer writers, they don't know how to a, give feedback and be receive feedback. And focusing on what's good is an integral part of giving feedback, but also feeling safe enough both for the giver and the receiver of this feedback to be able to give something that's and I'm not going to say negative, but to say, this isn't working and this is why. Right. Would you like to brainstorm how it could work? Right. Right. And I think that's, it sounds to me like that's what you've got with your writing group. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's, yeah. uh, there's, uh, I'm going to go and recommend a business book. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just, I just read it. It's called Radical Candor. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you you heard about it. I'm pretty no, sure you do. It's, it's it's very businessy in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the author is Kim Scott, um, okay. and uh, what she does is she explains that when you're giving feedback to your team or mm-hmm. other people at work, you need to be thoughtful, yes. but you also need to be honest. Yes. So like, it's not if you're honest, and and like you being ra- like radical candor is gonna I'm gonna be so honest. Mm-hmm. and you don't care about the other person's feelings, it's not going to work because you're yeah. going to hurt the other person's feelings, there's a person's feelings, um, and she's going to quit or he's going to quit, yeah. either writing or your team. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things she she says basically is like, if you manage to provide feedback, honest mm-hmm. feedback, while caring about the person, you will get the best out of it. Yeah. So uh, again, it's a business book. I don't think anyone needs to actually read it, but... But that if, advice is solid. It's a really, really good yeah. advice. I really enjoyed the reading a lot. I read it actually for work. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's one of the things that I found that it not only works at a corporate level, it works mm-hmm. even as a friend level. Like think about the yeah. way you, 
you talk to your partner, especially if you're in a healthy relationship. If you're not, then forget about what I said. But if you're in a if you're in a healthy relationship, <laughs> this is the not the podcast for you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> if you're in a healthy relationship, you would yeah. be honest. If someone is doing something that doesn't work, you're gonna be honest, but you care about them. Yes. So it's like I'm gonna go with my wife. It's like you know what this thing that you're doing is just not not good. Like let's yeah. I can help and I can give feedback. Yeah. Because I care, like I care with all my heart, but I'm I need to be honest. Yeah. And if and I think if we can master that when we're giving feedback to other people, we yeah. don't really need to love them the way you love your partner. You need just to care about them. Yeah, as, and their as well-being a and what they're doing going yeah. forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is integral to writing group because let's be real, you know, writing groups, it's not really like that much too many other groups out there because there's so much vulnerability. You're putting out there your work. And I think, yeah. I don't know, I think only really artists and creators understand yeah. how vulnerable it is. You know, and if somebody comes back and says, this is crap, or yeah. I don't know why you're writing this, or yes, everything is perfect. Yeah. You still feel betrayed on both ends. Like, I know it's not perfect. Why, why are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes? Yeah. You know, I need your help. Yeah. You and know? it's funny that you say that because, I mean, I work a corporate job. So if I make a presentation that is not good yeah. and I get feedback from my boss saying, like, you know what, you missed this marks here, here, and here. Yes. I'm not going to take it personal. I'm going to be like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to improve in the next presentation. So this is yes. my work. But if I'm putting my heart out writing because it's so personal, mm-hmm. yeah. if someone tells me, okay, these are the five things you did wrong. It's like, okay, I'm sure there's more. And you're only focusing on five, something like that. It just gets in in our heads. Yeah, yeah. It is a difficult space to be in. This yeah. is again like why you need to trust them. And I'm glad you brought yes. that up. Like trust is trust is the most important thing. Number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and again, you can get your beta readers out of them yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, they already know basically what you're writing. They know your characters probably maybe yeah. better than you do at that point. Well, <laughs> once a I, week for three and a half years, you know be real. It's, it's every, to be honest, every two weeks, but they do know my characters better because I've written stuff that doesn't align with my characters. And right, I need so someone to tell me that. So they, they do know my characters better. <laughs> They're uh, the perfect mirror. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think to to close the episode, I think it would be good, important just to may, maybe give uh, some ideas on, uh, first of all, I think we talked a lot about the benefits of getting a, mm-hmm. a, a good writing group. Um, I think uh, in in general, there's, there's a few things that I want to mention on top of the things we already talked about. But right. uh, I want to ask you, KJ, is there any particular thing that you think it's an amazing benefit that we haven't talked about today? Of writing groups? Yeah. I think it's, for me, I think Mm -hmm. it's just not feeling alone. Because sometimes, I'm pretty sure when we come back here in a few years, and I am a New York Times bestselling author, I'm manifesting right now, um, I'm still going to feel imposter syndrome. Mm. I am constantly putting myself down. I am always believing that at some point people are going to see the real me and that I'm a fraud what I how I'm a fraud I have no idea but my brain tells me these horrible lies about myself my writing friends are always there to bring me back to reality they remind me of my accomplishments they remind me that yeah it's okay for you to feel this way because let's be real it is pretty it's a tough industry and so many people can be very critical of you and it is scary to put that out there and to put yourself out there 
but what you're doing is integral to who you are and that is a beautiful thing yeah. right so yeah. i don't feel alone i think that's the biggest benefit for me yeah. what about you oscar um no i think my biggest benefits is the uh first of all building confidence in those things yeah. um having been having someone to make you be accountable to to the things yeah. that you need to write uh friendships for me is i think that's the most important for me uh, i thought about one that i don't think it's happening yet in my in my writing group but at some point like we've been writing for three and a half years together at some point someone's going to get published and uh, it also helps having friends as uh, you have yes. this network you have connections those things that at some point they they know your work so mm-hmm. if they ask you like hey is do you know someone i'm looking for a, i don't know like a sci-fi dystopian yeah. dark story that that uh, do you know someone who's like oh yeah oscar is doing that let me let me yeah. introduce you to that yeah. so i think that's an extra thing that you will get like it's kind of the the consequences of having like a really amazing writing group yes a hundred percent and let me tell you so my book's coming out next year my writing group my writing friends are going to be there at the book launch at all the book signings that are here in toronto because i do not expect them to go elsewhere and this includes you too oscar and they are going to be my biggest fans they are there with the pom-poms on and you know how much they believe in you because they've been with you from yeah right from the beginning yeah you know and i think that's one of the most beautiful things about the writing community exactly yeah well Perfect. This is, I think this was great. Uh, and again, like as we were, were talking, um, each one of us got their writing groups differently. I got it yeah. from a, from a workshop. Um, there's many ways to get it. Like you can mm-hmm. find there's online writing platforms when you can find someone, yeah. uh, Facebook groups, even and... like NaNoWriMo sometimes provides yes. those things. NaNoWriMo. So all those things, uh, just try to find one that works for you. And yes. again, like each one of us is different. It's like, to into the risk of oversimplifying this, it's like when you when you get a new job, um, even if it's a, the perfect job in paper for you, if mm-hmm. you don't like the people you're working with, it's just you're not going to last yeah. in that company. So yeah. it's the same thing with a writing group. You need to you need to you need to feel comfortable with the people yeah. you're around. Yeah, you're going to be sharing very personal things. Oh yeah, so <laughs> very yeah. Well, I'd love to hear from you, particularly with this one. I would love to hear what other people's experiences are with writing groups and writing communities, how you found yours. Are you still looking for them? I don't know. Maybe we're going to be the writing community matchmakers, Oscar. Like, let's see. That would be so fun. (laughs) That would be amazing. I want this to happen. Please make it happen. But yes, (laughs) thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much for listening today. Uh, I think it was a really, really uh, personal episode for both KG and me. It's something we've been doing uh together but separately we have our own writing groups on the side uh but again if you like what we're doing here as you said like and subscribe um if you're watching on youtube if you prefer the audio version go and subscribe to your favorite podcast app and uh follow the episodes yeah yes and the last thing follow us on instagram at at why we write fantasy (laughs) and use the hashtag wwf www.wwf or why we write fantasy why we write, i think why we write fantasy <laughs> might be better because www i realized that the other day I, I, world wrestling, worldwide exactly wrestling but it yeah. was like the the old wrestling thing when that i was, was young old. yeah do people still use that i don't know i have no idea but yeah <laughs> we do <laughs> yeah we call hogan and those 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this was a great episode. See you next time.